Well, hello, friends, and good Tuesday morning to you. Uh, today is March 9th, and this is the Barnabas Bridge. We're thankful that you're here. We always are. Uh, my wife Angie and I, we put together these uh, audios and these videos uh, in the hope that uh, we find ourselves encouraged. And when you join us, we're prayerful that uh, when you walk away, you're a bit more encouraged and to go out into your day uh, where sometimes it's not such an encouraging world. But here we find peace and we find truth in looking through the scriptures and hearing what God has to say into our lives. This week we've been asking a question and it is, does God give up on me? And, and if you were with us yesterday, what we're going to do is we're going to dig into the scriptures this week and we're going to find all of our answers in a common phrase of the Bible that says, but God. And in really each one of those circumstances, to one extent or another, what happens is that God lets people go their own way in, in their free will. And so many times we get ourselves in a predicament. And then it says, but God. And so the plan that God has for our life all along, He comes in and He redirects us. And so what we see in Scripture is that the before the but God our lives are often in commotion in places we really don't want it to be. But after God's intervention and after the but God, the complete redirection shows a life that is being fruitful uh, for His name. And so what the additional thing that we're going to be doing is that we're going to ask that question, does God give up on me? But we're going to ask a sub-question each day. Today the sub-question is, if God does not give up on me, then why do I have so much hardship in my life at times? Why do I have to, why does he put me through this, uh, some might say? Why do these things happen to me? Well, we find our answers in the scriptures about these matters. And if you're able to today, I'm going to ask you to turn to Acts chapter 7. And, and just a little bit of a background there, we're not going to stay there. That's not going to be the bulk of our, our focus, but something that was said there. And so in Acts chapter 7, if you're looking there, you might see that it says Stephen's speech to the Sanhedrin. And what this is, is, is a, the first martyr of the Christian church that we know of. Uh, Stephen was part of the first church in Jerusalem. And at the beginning of this chapter, right before this in 6, he's introduced. And then he's standing in front of the people that hold his life in their, in his, their hands. And he's telling them about the Lord Jesus Christ. He's witnessing to them. And the funny thing is, is they don't like what they hear. And so this man who was being faithful to God, um, by the end of the chapter, he is stoned to death by these people. And so while this is most certainly a, a tremendous testament to uh, the faith of Stephen, and, and really we know because of all the inner workings of Acts that God was working in these times, and in ways that we don't always understand, but our confidence is in Him. But I don't want to stay there. It is in verse number 9 and 10 of that chapter that I want to really get our focus to for a bit of time this morning. Verse number 9 says, Because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph. Now Joseph, an Old Testament character, and, and some of you will be right away know pretty much his whole story. The patriarchs would have been his brothers. They were jealous of their younger brother Joseph because he was a favored son of his father. Because the patriarchs were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. But God 
was with him and rescued him from all of his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And so he made him ruler over Egypt and all his palace. Now that's where I want us to just focus on for just a bit. And, and we can't read all the story of Joseph because it spans 14 chapters of the book of Genesis. And really what the storyline is, is this man who was faithful. And, and, and as far as we know, the only thing that's recorded in Scripture that Joseph ever really did wrong was that he might have been a little prideful in front of his brothers and even his, his father at times. But nonetheless, he was always faithful to God, and he seemed to be a man of great character and integrity. And so every time things were going good for him, it seemed like the bottom would just drop out. Uh, the story that begins with uh, his favor, being favored status with his dad, but then his brothers were so jealous that they threw him in a well, leaving him to die. They changed their minds a bit because a, a slave trading caravan was going by, and so they sold him as a slave, and he was taken off to Egypt then. The story keeps going, and then as he was in prison, he ended up in prison for false accusations. After coming, rising to the top, he was down to the bottom. And then he would get back up and drop down again. Things would go good for a while, and then they would go terrible for quite some time. Man, you just wonder if Joseph was wondering, if God does not give up on me, why on earth do I have so much trouble? I hope sometime you have the opportunity to go and read all those 14 chapters of Genesis and watch the story of, of Joseph, surely, of how it rises and falls, but know the true story, the, the bigger story, uh, that God was working through all those events in his life for not just Joseph's well-being, but for the well-being of many, many, many generations that would follow. Because it was here in this story of Joseph that God took a very small band of people out of a, a troubled area. They were going to starve to death had it not been for God had already made the provisions of moving Joseph, the son, to Egypt and letting him rise all the way to power to be in control of all the food supply. They brought that small caravan to Egypt, and over the course of 400 years, they were accepted, as they were brought in and welcomed by the Pharaoh. And over 400 years, they grew in numbers and strength and, and health and organization as a, as, an, as, a, uh, as a people. But at the end of that 400 years, if you know the story, that Pharaoh despised them. And he did everything he could to God's holy people, God's people that he was carving out. He did everything he could to hurt them. And so God used all of these events to take Israel out of Egypt into the promised land. And the story progresses all the way down to you and me. Quite frankly, the struggles that Joseph went through is a direct result of my faith and my salvation. Isn't that something? The but God in Joseph's life changed so many. There's a supporting scripture that I want to talk about just briefly is uh, at the end of Genesis in 50, verse 50, or chapter 50, verse 20. Um, 
the Joseph's brothers were still carrying fear for him. And he tells him, don't be afraid. What you meant for evil, God meant for good. You meant evil, but God used it for the good of many. I guess that's the story that I would like you to carry today and, and for me and Angie to carry as well. If you're experiencing hardship in your life, if you're going through a season of troubled times, I'm, I am so sorry. And I do want to tell you that we do pray for you, whether we have your name or not. No one likes to go through trials in life, certainly. And it's never fun when we are. But our hope then is in the promise of the Scripture that if we are in Christ, we are children of God, and He never, ever, ever will allow us to fall further than needs to be necessary uh, for His goodwill. We go through these times when we know that we still have intimate fellowship with God the Father, and that because of the Son's love on the cross, we are guided by the Holy Spirit. And so my hope for you today, if you're in one of those seasons of hardship, that you look for the but God of this day. Try to find where God is working in your life, my friends. And let's move through this and know that He is with us. Thank you so much for being with us. We're thankful always that you are. We hope that you've been encouraged. If you have anything you'd like to contact us about, we're at thebarnabasbridge.org. Let's say a prayer and, and then we'll head out into our day. Dear God in heaven, I, I pray for my friends that are listening or watching uh, that are struggling right now who might be asking the very same question that Stephen perhaps asked that day or when Joseph asked many years before that, that countless other people have asked throughout the ages, if God hasn't given up on me, why do I have so much hardship? Well, Lord, I pray that on this day you are clear and as a bell in everybody's life that we can all see the but God and see you working so beautifully as you are building your tapestry of good works through our hardships, perhaps. Let us be encouraged. So God, we ask you these things as our Father, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and in the name of our King Jesus. Amen. Take care, folks, and we'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Bye. <music>